Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. That quote brought to you by Mr. Mike Tyson. I have a feeling it was articulated a little bit differently. Maybe he had a lisp in there. But I want to give a shout out to Mo, my man Mo. I see Mo once a year at the duality competition in San Antonio. He lives out of state. But Mo's a good guy. He called me and we touched base a little bit. He reminded me of that quote by Mr. Mike Tyson. It's pretty true, right? Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth, either literally or figuratively. When was the last time you got punched in the mouth? Hello, friends. Welcome to How to Be 40, my podcast that attempts to delineate what it means to transition from juvenile thinking and behavior to genuine maturity. You've heard me talk about Brian Chantosh before. I was listening to his podcast several weeks ago. One of his episodes was entitled A Veteran Entitlement Conversation. If you're a veteran, you need to go follow Crooked Butterfly Podcast. Do you follow it? Do you? I guess you follow it. Or do you subscribe? doesn't matter. Go to Crooked Butterfly and listen to Tosh. Well, <laughs> well, if you can handle Tosh spitting his gross tobacco in a cup while he's talking, then do that. But I uh, love you, Tosh. But if you're, if you're easily offended, do not listen to that. No, wait, no. If you're easily offended, you definitely do need to listen to it because you need to be tempered a little bit. But anyways, old Tosh, my veteran compadre, was talking about a failure to adjust briefly in his podcast. A failure to adjust. In his context, he was mentioning the ability of a Marine to adjust or not adjust in certain situations. It was ironic that a few days after I listened to that podcast, I would be terminated from my job. Let's see, what is today? So today's February 9th. That means that exactly 9, 10, 12 days ago is when I was ousted. Gave me a beat down. They gave me a punch in the face. Then I got another punch in the face a few hours ago when I learned that the U.S. government was coming after my wife and I for an exorbitant Amount of money. So now I've got unemployment stacked with Uncle Sam giving us a beat down as well. Thanks a lot, Uncle Sam. Appreciate you. Failure to adjust. We all have that crossroads, I believe, in our lives to one degree or another. Think about it. What was your moment or what are the moments in your past where you felt you got punched in the mouth? And you were faced with a dilemma on how to appropriately adjust. If you are into fitness, I want to teach you a thing or two. If you're in a CrossFit, you're really going to like this. The foundation of everything physical. I would argue that every biological system adheres to this principle. It's called the overload and adaptation principle. Let me tell you something. Let's say you get a shovel and you go start digging a hole. You don't have gloves on. 
And then you start digging a hole and your hands start to hurt. That friction starts to build up. What develops on your hand almost immediately? Or if you're doing pull-ups on a bar or something of that nature, what a blister develops. You see what happens is the heat, the friction on your hand, on your skin, on your integument, sends a signal to your brain and says, hey, man, we're getting overloaded with some friction over here. The brain says, I got you, man. And it makes the cells in and around that area start to secrete a fluid and a blister forms. You see, that is overload and adaptation. Short-term adaptation in that specific example. A long-term adaptation in that scenario would be the callus. When we want to get better at something physically, we train. And the only way to get better is to overload your system in at least one of several potential ways. Frequency, intensity, time, and type. And your body adjusts. And therefore, you become fitter, stronger, more agile, more mobile, what have you, whatever the goal is. Either way, the biological system must be overloaded, followed by an adaptation. And guess what? Your body has the appropriate adjustment to that overload. Your body does not fail to adjust. Think about your own scenario beyond the physical when you are overloaded, do you adjust? Do you adapt or do you have a failure to adjust? Viktor Frankl, a prisoner of Auschwitz during World War II, also a psychologist. Viktor Frankl later documented his time in Auschwitz and he spoke about how people adjusted or did not adjust to life inside that very hellacious atmosphere of Auschwitz. <laughs> he mentioned how if he ever saw one of the inmates smoking a cigarette, that was a sign that he had given up. Adjustment leads to progress. Let me reword that. Appropriate adjustment leads to progress and resiliency. A failure to adjust leads to paralysis. It leads to what some would call a downward spiral. A failure to adjust looks like drug addiction. It looks like permanently severed quality relationships. It looks like hopelessness in many forms. A failure to adjust is what leads to suicide. How many times have we heard we must let our emotions not take control of us? How many times have we listened and heard the words, we must control our emotions? When you're angry... We can adjust by recognizing that we do need to control our emotions and we're not going to let a person or circumstance control us. When depressed, we can adjust by refusing to succumb to self-sorrow and perhaps even take it a step further and consider our situation a challenge that is to be learned from. <laughs> oh, it's so easier said than done. As I sit here on February 9th, I am unemployed, and Uncle Sam 
has a bazooka at my face. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Uncle Sam. I would like to think that all of you going through a tough time can at least see the opportunity you have to decide how to adapt, how to adjust appropriately, how to develop that blister or that callus that serves as protection but allows you to keep going. Adjustment takes time. It also takes a sincere intent. It takes a recognition of the need to adjust. All of us get punched in the mouth to one degree or another. Every single one of my friends have been punched in the mouth. I guess the question is, can you move forward with your plan of productivity, optimism, and joy when you are bleeding? (laughs) Can you make the appropriate adjustment? Can you overload and adapt? The answer is yes, you can. We all can. I will figure out a way to pay the mortgage. I will figure out a way to get Uncle Sam off of my back. And you can figure out a way to clean yourself up, get back up, and punch life right back in the face. (laughs) Don't go punch anybody in the face, literally. Don't do that. I know you want to. Trust me, I want to. But don't do that. Forgive me for being unorganized here, but let me tell you the crux of this. It's an encouragement. It's encouragement to all of you who are going to get punched in the face by life. Some of you know what I'm talking about intently. Some of you have no clue what it feels like, but it will happen. And my encouragement to you is the same that I try to encourage myself with, and that is it will pass. It will get better. The worst thing you can do is run to the fence. And let me tell you what that means. You see, Viktor Frankl, who I mentioned earlier, talked about people who ran to the fence. They were so beaten down, they had lost hope to such an extent that they couldn't handle it anymore. And those poor souls found no way out but you grab the highly electrocuted fence holding them at Auschwitz, subsequently ending it all for that person. Don't run to the fence. Don't lose your hope. Don't lose your optimism. And most importantly, don't lose your faith. Look the puncher the circumstance, the issue, the perpetrator in the eye, and turn your back to the fence. That is the appropriate adjustment. I'm Noah Dean. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 